Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Alright, and that was another classic hit from the great Al Martino. Up next, we've got the nation's number one podcast, Inside Quotes, coming up for you here in the next few minutes. I'm going to be playing that for you now. Enjoy. Jonathan! 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 Hey! Open the door! What? What is it? I told them not to write it. They just did it anyways. I, I tried to stop them. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, slow down, slow down. What what happened? <laughs> she, this girl, she just wrote a big magic marker on the stall. Inside quotes, bites the big one. <gasps> That's sicko! What a loser. <laughs> now it's time for some real music. Welcome to the nation's number one podcast. This is Inside Quotes. I am Jeremy. I'm here with my other brother, Jonathan, and this is episode 27. Quack, quack, everybody. Here we are, 2021, a brand new, fresh episode. You know, you said we're the number one podcast here, and we might be, you know, joshing you on that one. I did not say a lie. We are number one. But I will say, we recently got an email, January 13th. From someone named Carlos. He said, Inside Quotes is ranking very well in Thailand. Huh. Really? He said, Your podcast, Inside Quotes, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings in the last 30 days. Position 14 in the category Film Reviews in Thailand. All right. And by nationwide, I mean the nation of Thailand. That's right. <laughs> well, with that said, uh, welcome back to Inside Quotes, Thailand's number one podcast. Number 14 in the charts, to be specific. All right, Jonathan. Well, today kicks off our year two of Inside Quotes, and it's starting out with your turn. It's your turn That's to right. pick today's movie, and it's January, and it's snowing here in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Is it? Now? And no, it's not. But it snowed yesterday. But but it's not snowing in in Florida, unfortunately. Like it never does. But what movie are we covering this week? So uh, we are covering. The Nickelodeon movie from 2000, Snow Day. And I think this is the second Nickelodeon movie that we've covered, other than Good Burger. It is. It is. Uh, it, you don't really think that Nickelodeon makes a lot of movies, but... But when they make a movie, it's it slaps. It slaps. It slaps. No, it slimes. It Nickelodeon slimes. slimes. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to pick this one. It's a good January movie. And this is just like, I don't know, it's just an epic movie kids movie for especially like growing up in florida like a movie called snow day was just like this is something i'm never going to experience and so it was just that it's much all cooler. i've ever wanted all i've ever wanted was a day off of school because of snow where you yeah. can sit around build a snowman make a snow angel with without a handprint have a snowball fight <laughs> sounds amazing <laughs> but no we should uh we should work on a screenplay for like hurricane day yeah that's what we say unfortunately we had hurricane weeks we would get weeks off of school because hurricanes would hit our 
in our town. And we stayed inside because, you know, trees and stuff flying around. Um, During the storm. But then we would go outside afterwards after our power was knocked out and we had no AC and it was so hot. <laughs> yeah. So we'd like, try and go outside to cool off in Florida. <laughs> Doesn't really work. There was that year, uh, I think it was 2004, where we just had like back-to-back hurricanes all summer. Hurricane Charlie, Francis, there was another one. Unfortunately, those were the summer, so we didn't have as many days no. off of school. But we did have one kind of, we did have a few like right at the beginning of that school year, I remember. Yeah. But again, they, they weren't fun. It was the like main, the power goes out. Yeah. I mean, we were <laughs> in between houses at that time. I think we were just about to move into our newest house and we couldn't because of the hurricanes. Yeah. And yeah. so we were just hunkered down. And I just remember looking outside the window one day. Power was out. I mean, I'm sure to the listener who's never experienced a hurricane in their childhood has just like, this is so new to them, <laughs> but this is second nature for us. But I just remember staring out the window because, you know, we don't have a TV because that's dead. And what are you going to do? Sit, sit down somewhere inside? No, I'm going to look out the window and watch things fly around. It's one of my favorite memories as a child growing up is looking out the window during Hurricane Charlie and seeing a actual real life full size palm tree flying down the road. <laughs> It was amazing. I thought you were going to say a cow like in Twister. <laughs> no. <laughs> Be one soggy cow. Like cow. Another cow. <laughs> Actually, I think that was the same cow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for, for kids from Florida, this is just like, was just that much, made, made the movie that much better to just like see this. We just thought snow days were like this. Of course they're not. Probably just people just stay home. Fiction. We didn't believe just watch TV or something, <laughs> which we would have loved too. I mean, that's what we would have done. Just, oh, out of school. Let's take turns watching movies. But the kids in this movie, they go all out and they man, had a plan. They have that igloo set up and they've got like the extension oh. cords. They got the TV. They got the, the beanbag chairs in there. They got like the lava lamps. They just got the coolest clubhouse ever. And then Snowplow Man just comes through there with reckless abandon and just destroys it. <laughs> what a turd. <laughs> I always think about that. It's just like, man, he just like destroyed that TV. <laughs> but that's what they get for bringing it out in the snow. <laughs> An electronic device with multiple extension cords yeah. touching wet things like ice and snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, that's really cool. They yeah. should have put the rug down. They must have like gotten up super early to actually build that whole thing. Oh yeah, it's got an entrance. It's got an escape hatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they have that all set up. They expected, but they didn't because it was like it was a surprise. It's well, yeah, kind of a freak storm. But as soon as they found out, they I went outside. They had blueprints. And to work. And they knew what they were doing. They must have. Yeah, they must do it every year, and so they, you know, it's like let's let's it's- get ready. I cannot believe that it actually snows that much sometimes. A blizzard will cover your door. That wasn't exaggerated. I mean, they're in, what, New York, Vermont, something like that? I thought they were in Colorado originally. Uh, I was looking into this because I was curious where the movie was filmed. And it was filmed in partly in Wisconsin and then partly in Canada. I guess that makes sense. They got to get, maybe it was exaggerated <laughs> with the Canadian snow. Yeah. But I felt like it was like New York area. It was. I, could be I think it was like outside of Buffalo or something like that. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the the map behind Chevy Chase's meteorologist board or whatever it's called, and mm-hmm. it was like New York State and then Vermont and then Maine and New Hampshire. I remember seeing mm-hmm. that, and then also I think whenever the the crowd of guys that showed up at Claire Bonner's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them said that he came there from all the way from Rochester, which is in Rochester. New York, so yeah, okay, yeah. And with that scene when all the when all the guys are outside of Claire's house, I just love the guy <laughs> with the meta- megaphone. It's like, I love you, Claire. I want to stroke your hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous. Oh man! All right, let's get into this because this is like this movie is still very entertaining, and I love it. But it also is pretty dang weird. <laughs> um, 
basically, if I was going to explain the plot in 15 seconds or so, I would basically say high school boy becomes obsessed and ends up stalking his crush for an entire day. Meanwhile, his friend-zoned best friend uh, does everything for him in order to kiss him at the end of the movie. Meanwhile, there's a snowplow with a crow and kids and Josh Peck farts all the time. Oh man, that was excessive. That I remember was. I re- I remember them doing that like a time or two, but I could not believe how many fart sound it effects they added to this movie. Five times. It was excessive. It was not funny after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll make the fat kid fart. Okay. I I, I remember him doing it like one time as he's like getting up off the ground and trying to run <laughs> yeah. and pull up his pants. It's like and that's it. Yeah. I did not remember it being in there that many times. I was like, oh, that's I remember it a little mature. And he, he stepped on him to make sure he was alive. <laughs> Snowblood man. And then he farts. Yeah. yeah. But there's no avoiding that. If you're in <laughs> mid 2000s or late 90s kids movie, you're going to have the fat kid farting. It's not. There's no. <laughs> there's no well, escaping that. Another like fat kid trope I thought was funny is the scene when they're all it's like uh, they're all like listening to the radio in the morning, trying to figure out if they're going to have to go to school or not. (laughs) He has a big fat stack of pancakes, a huge stack of pancakes and all the others. So all the other kids are sitting there with just like normal breakfast. I don't like a bowl of cereal, some eggs and bacon or something. But then we got Josh Peck sitting here with like six huge pancakes, (laughs) a knife and fork in both hands, just ready to eat. Fluffy. If I might add fluffy pancakes, they were the size of his head. Mm. That looks so good. And yeah, Josh Peck in one of his uh, early earliest roles, I guess. I maybe maybe he was doing the Amanda show around this same time. Pro- probably, I'd say that. But one of his solo roles, apart from Drake Bell, he would go on to star uh, in a movie with uh, with Natalie Zena Gray in uh, Max Keeble's Big Move. She's in Max Keeble. That's what I recognize her from. Mm-hmm. Good old robe. Classic character. Freak with the robe. Yo, we need to cover that pretty soon. That is that, a that is a that is a staple. And you know what else is a staple? Snow Day. If we haven't made that clear yet. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Snow Day is a staple. It's a nice ice cold staple. It is it's some would say it's one of the staplier staples of all staples. Do you remember first time you saw this? You had bought it on DVD. Okay. And we were at the Oakdale house. And I remember watching it and just cracking up every single joke that was written for kids that wasn't even funny. I just just cracking up the entire time. I remember being in your room. We watched it because you had just gotten a TV in your room. So you didn't really see this when it first came out then, did you? No, I did not. No, I was three years old. I was the age of Randall. Uh, so I I was trying to think about this. The, the memory is kind of a little hazy, but I feel like I possibly saw this at like uh, like a neighbor's house when we lived in Holland at mm. the man's house. Oh, really? Also, I think more more memorable for me, we watched it in like fourth grade or something. Like it was one of those like we, we could pick to have a movie into the year party or... That's just evil. Into the semester <laughs> or something like that. And we watched Snow Day and we were all so excited. That is evil. What are you talking about? There's no way that could have been great. It was <laughs> good. teacher giving you the option to watch... Forcing you to watch a movie about kids that get off school while you're stuck in school. Yes, but we're watching a movie. That's what I would have been doing at home. Something's very wrong about that. (laughs) I was always a fan of the teacher coming in and being lazy and be like, I'm just going to put on a video today. (laughs) When you see that big fat black cart rolling on in with the TV, you know you're about to have a good day. (laughs) And you're just hoping it's not one of those, like, I'm just going to show you a short segment of this TV show, and then we're going to get back into the lecture and turn the lights back on. Let's watch 10 minutes of this documentary about the Civil War. (laughs) No, like, this is going to last. (laughs) This better last the entire period. Or else I don't. I'm I just don't want to watch Ken Burns' Civil War documentary ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I saw. I remember seeing it when it came out. But we didn't. We didn't own it. So I, I, I saw it a couple times, probably at the neighbors, and then at school once. And then that was kind of it for a long time. And I, it was just like a movie that like lived in my head, rent free for a long time because it was just so good. 
And then I must have gotten it as a teenager, probably at like Movie Stop or something. Probably. I think I got the DVD, and unfortunately, I don't have that DVD anymore because it got so scratched up, and I had to uh, I had to get rid of it. Man. But I got it on digital now, so can't scratch that. <laughs> you sure can't. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. You can't scratch that digital download. <laughs> um, so you were talking about this being kind of a weird movie and like the plot and, and that sort of thing. So it's chunky. It's it's quite chunky. What what is your because there's like several plots going on in this movie. What what is yeah. your favorite plot of this? Like what is the one that comes to your mind first? What comes to my mind first is the news anchors. Weird. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. It's not really my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite used to be the uh, my favorite used to be the Randall area arc because <laughs> yeah. that kid was so funny. He's like, was he still funny this this time around? He was most definitely not funny this time. Um, <laughs> if he was my kid, um, boy oh boy. He would not be acting like that. That, that. that kid is a spoiled little brat and parents should work on their parenting skills because they just let him get away with murder. Yeah. I think, I think both of the parents are too obsessed with work and not, yeah. not really that attentive to, to the kids. Um, I, but, I, um, love, I think probably my favorite growing up definitely was the, the trio of kids with the mm-hmm. snowballs and the snowplow man. I thought that was cool. The one thing I didn't like about that was Natalie. Natalie just annoyed the crap out of me growing up. Yeah. And she's like yeah. one of the main characters. So she's just got such a squeaky voice. I just can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough. It's really rough. But I, I'm, sticking, Josh, I'm like, sticking my tongue out right now trying to catch a snowflake. Yeah, that was lame. <laughs> <laughs> but Chet and, Chet and Wayne, House of Pain. Good duo right there. Big fan <laughs> of that. Um, but the intro, actually, speaking of the, the snowflake, mm-hmm. uh, I got Forrest Gump vibes for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really I didn't cool. think about that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I liked it. It was pretty seamless going from like the still picture of the houses <laughs> from like the helicopter. And then the, mm-hmm. the cloud came in and then it was the house. I thought that was cool. So I was trying to think of all the subplots of this movie. So basically every member of this Branston family has a plot. You know, yeah. you've got you've got Hal, you've got Natalie. Well, okay, so you got Hal and, you know, trying to get Claire, mm-hmm. the the love story. Hal and his crew. And then you've got Natalie and her friends, her friends versus the snowplow man. Yeah. Then you've got the anchor story of uh Hal Branston yeah. versus Chad Simmons. Oh. Tom Branston. Tom Branston. Tom, Tom Branston and his actual crew. Is <laughs> and then you've got the mom. I the mom and Randy story is kind of together. Yeah. Uh her of her like trying to have to have to take a moment just to like, hey, just enjoy a day off and not be working all the time. I don't know oh, what Randy's story is other than just like being a crazy kid. Always leveraging that his babysitter's better than his mom. <laughs> And then there's one other story that is throughout the movie, and that is the principal being principal, chased by yep. s- snowballs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I died laughing at that every time he was on screen. Oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. Oh wait, he's gonna get hit with a snowball again. Ah! And then this time I was just like, oh, that's funny. Oh, it's happening again. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but this scene just happened. Are you gonna? Oh, four more times. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, and then I just it, hated it. <laughs> it definitely got old after a while. But there was a few times where I thought it worked really well because they they basically just use it, you know, that's that as like a transition. Yeah, yeah. I think specifically, like, I think there's a scene where in they're in the park and it's like three stories are like coming together at the same time. Cause you've got like the news anchor there and then Hal's trying to go to get on TV. Meanwhile, you like see the principal, like running through the park and getting chased by <laughs> getting hit by snowballs. And so it was like a, it was like, that was like a cool transition that scene. But other than that, it was just like repetitive and kind of annoying. <laughs> so I asked you what your, what, 
what was your favorite story? I feel like for me, even as a kid, when I saw this, I was probably the age of like Natalie and that, you know, the mm-hmm. group of kids. But for me, it was always like, this was like a love story. I always liked that story yeah. the best. That's the most important and I, you know, I guess, I mean, that and the Snowplow Man, those two are like the top two. And then the others are kind of side, you know, B plots or whatever. At that age, I think I was more like obsessed of like what, what my older brothers were doing versus like, yeah, you know, what, like, I don't know. I just thought that was a cooler story of like, oh, they're teenagers. They're cool. <laughs> That's what high school's going to be like. <laughs> That's what high school's going to be like. I can't wait to have a a girl that's in love with me that I don't know and a stoner friend <laughs> that disappears halfway through the movie. Like what the heck? <laughs> oh no, they had they had some beef though, him and Hal, cuz right. the next snow day when he shows up at Claire's house, uh his friend is there and he's like, "Hey man, you think you're the only one that that found out that they broke the dream team broke up?" <laughs> I mean, Obviously, why would he say assume that? Because he was with him when they broke up. <laughs> so, do you know what his name is? I'm looking at it on Wikipedia. Um, no. <laughs> well, Chuck Wheeler, he he like refers to him by his last name at one point. Yeah, and his, his name is Bill Corn. Oh yeah, his last Corn. Name, he's like hey, Corn. I was, but he's really confused. It's spelled, it's spelled like K O R N, like the band Corn. <laughs> okay. He said, "Get out of my anyway. way, Corn." I was like, "What?" <laughs> in what way does he resemble corn <laughs> we called this kid in high school cornbread one time <laughs> <laughs> for some reason this one kid in my class he walked in every day a little bit late um, and then this other guy I didn't come up with the name um, but he was like man why you come in here always looking like you cornbread and nobody knew what he meant at all <laughs> And we were like, what are you talking about? And he said, cornbread. <laughs> and we were like, okay. I don't know if he was in his own little world, but then whenever he said it, that one kid's name became cornbread. And every time we'd enter a room, we'd all be like, cornbread? Weird story, but you know what? It's It's been told. <laughs> hey, it's been told. So I have a few notes about some of the characters. So you talked about Randy. Yeah. So as I was watching this, I was like, Randy is just like a kid Andy Dwyer. He is. What? <laughs> He's so, he totally is. Like, he even looks like him a little bit. <laughs> I always wanted to be Andy Dwyer. I mean, I always wanted to be Randall because I thought he was so mm. funny. Um, and he had perfect freedom to do anything he wanted. I specifically remember the scene where like the snowplow man comes up to the house and the mom answers the door. And then all of a sudden Randy pops up like covered in blue and like screams. <laughs> and it's like a jump funny. scare. And I just remember that being like so funny as a kid. It and was. was like, <laughs> it's a jump laugh. It's not even a jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the being a body covered in blue um, triggered a memory in my mind um, mm-hmm. of it made a connection in my in my brain that snowplow man his acting technique is very similar to paul giamatti in big fat liar <laughs> very much so like the way he freaks out yeah uh, and then whenever the randy whenever randy showed up in all blue i was like oh that's it that's paul giamatti right there <laughs> i really did <Biffle>. like <laughs> um uh, but no i i really like snowplow man he's a very good villain He's very pathetic, but he's a very good villain. And yeah. at the end of the day, he's just a government employee just trying to do his job. Yeah. But he's also yeah. a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> but like these kids are going to attack him. But he's he, got his bird, Trudy. Trudy. <laughs> his gross mouth sounds. Oh, he's so gross. So gross. And I hope they put stuff in his teeth to like make them look nasty. Yeah. I hope he wasn't going like method acting for that. I think he was actual like <laughs> peanut butter in his teeth, hardened. He was chewing on clay or something because that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> another thing I thought of with uh, Natalie is she just reminded me of like a young Britta from Community. I don't Ooh, know if that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I was just getting those vibes. Did you and know then, that Br- she played Britta in Community? 
fun fact, uh, she did not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Tom Branston, though, kind of reminded me of a younger Pierce Hawthorne from Community. He did. You know, with uh, Chevy Chase in this movie, I rewatching it, I was kind of it was kind of surprising because he he plays it pretty straight. It's not like, oh, we're going to we have Chevy Chase and he's going to be like a funny guy in this movie. And he's he has a couple like funny scenes, but it, for the most part, he's just kind of playing it. He's just, just reacting like to his kids. <laughs> typical dad kind of thing. You know, I think he did a really good job with it. Yeah, that's all you needed. If he was going crazy, the, it would have derailed. It would have just been one yeah. big attention grabbing movie and it wouldn't yeah. be that good. Yeah, I, you've got the snowplow man for for that type of role. So. Let's talk about French fries. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this movie was definitely sponsored by French fries and ketchup. Because <laughs> there's multiple scenes in this movie where French fries and ketchup are both present. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying just French fries with dipping of ketchup. I'm saying like covered in ketchup, <laughs> like disgustingly covered in ketchup. I cannot. I don't know about you, Jonathan, but I am a fry dipper. I do not drown my fries in ketchup beforehand. Uh, that's mm. okay with nachos, but even then, I'm still going to dip if I have the choice. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the, the nacho getting covered in cheese like no, that. No, it's all soggy. Like getting all yeah. soggy, no. Every once in a while, it's okay, though. Um, yeah. But anyways, there's the scene where um, it's a nice cold day, snowing. The first thing you want to eat is french fries at 8 in the morning. Where, which snowplow scene is this? Snowplow man. He's oh, yeah, yeah. plowing the snow. The school just got canceled. And he, that's the first scene with him is he's eating French fries. Who it, don't, doesn't he know that pre 1030 AM is time for hash browns? Yeah. He would have gotten hash browns for sure. Yeah. But no, just fries. And he didn't have ketchup, which is even worse, but they, they, okay. So they, Josh Peck is asked at acting dead. He's playing dead. Also, I really want... Okay, before we get into that, I just want to say we are going to unpack this scene, the decoy scene with Josh Peck. Okay. Let's unpack this because it's, it's, it's disgusting. So just to like set up the scene, the whole plot with, with Natalie and Wayne and Chet is that they're trying to get a second snow day. So they're trying to stop the snowplow man from plowing all the roads, so that'll stop the buses, I guess, from taking kids to school the next day or whatever. <laughs> so that is their whole their whole plan here. And wh- what is it that they're trying to? They're trying to get his bird. Is that what they're trying to do? They're trying to take the keys in this scene. They're trying to they're take trying to take the keys to so the to the plow. Okay, he can't plow anymore. Um, but then the guard bird attacks Natalie, and she catches it. She ends up running off with the bird instead. Yes. And Josh Peck is left as a hostage, a farting hostage. <laughs> they just squirt a bunch of ketchup on there. Like, okay, first of all, let's unpack this. All right. It's it's uh, 6 a.m. You wake up, drive through, you get your package of French fries from McDonald's or wherever you're going to. And you, mm-hmm. you start on your first street and, you you know, you're plowing and such as, as plowers do. And then all of a sudden you see this kid laying in the ground so you stop and be like hey get off get out of the road and then you go check on him see if he's okay because he's laying down and then you see him covered in ketchup Mm -hmm. you can play dead without being covered in ketchup (laughs) they made that a big point okay and obviously he's alive so what are you gonna do wake him up nudge him tell him to get out of the road no since you have a package of fries you might as well take advantage of his chest full of ketchup. But does he step on him first? He, he steps on him, make sure he farts, just like every <laughs> fat kid should. Um, <laughs> if you want to know if a fat kid's going to be awake, just step on him and he'll fart and he'll be alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he bends down. Uh, why would you dip your french fries into the ketchup? If it's your only ketchup, then that's fine. But like, this is some random kid on the ground <laughs> with condiments on his chest. And you're just going to dip your french fry on him and he doesn't move. Like this is such a weird situation and you're not freaked out by that at all. Uh, but I like what you're saying earlier. It's like he's just like a government employee. He's he trying is. to do his job. These kids are harassing him. 
<laughs> he is. Okay, so like it's he's not that bad from everyone else's perspective or his perspective. He's just a creepy dude who drives a snowplow. That's his job. But the kids think he's the ultimate villain. <laughs> yeah. And but in reality, it's perfectly fine for him, perfectly legal. And now that I think about it, their snow fort was built on the street, not in their yard, on the street. I, it the might have been off to the side. Through it. I don't know. The geography gets a little confusing when everything yeah. is just covered in, in snow like that. I guess so. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, they steal his bird. And then they have that meet up later. And one of the quotes I remember from this movie is like, bring out the Wayne, <laughs> the Wayne, the bird, bring the us Wayne. the Wayne, <laughs> the Wayne. <laughs> play. What's play? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, the snowplow man does get a little sinister after it, it gets dark when he is actually kidnapping children, though. I mean, yeah, he does belong in jail. That's for sure. Uh, Oh, oh! I didn't talk about the other French fries. You got to talk about the other fries, yeah. Yeah. So the other French fry scene, uh, every is diner, owner friend, the corn, the corn boy. <laughs> he was building a log cabin. I'm sure stoned out of his mind, a log cabin out of French fries and ketchup. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every little joint he put ketchup in, and it looked disgusting. <laughs> is he gonna eat that afterwards? I'm a big advocate for ketchup. I enjoy ketchup. Some people hate it, and that's understandable because it's it's like. A vinegary sweet substance it's not that it's it's pretty weird if you think about it um but i'm not about to douse it in stuff i'm not about to cover my french fries in it um <laughs> that same diner was packed they made a lot of business that day i'm glad they didn't close but that's also home of one of our favorite quotes um yes yes why don't you go out with patty crone <laughs> I can't go out with a leg jiggler. <laughs> and you know what? If there's any ladies out there that jiggle their legs frequently, um, just know that that's a major turnoff for men. <laughs> and I wouldn't think that normally, but since watching this movie, I cannot go out with a leg, leg jiggler. It's, it's, it's just too no, bad. I, I can't go out with a leg jiggler. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that shot. It's just jiggling and she just like puts her hand there to try and stabilize it. <laughs> like that's, he's so picky. He can't go out with a leg jiggler. Oh, and yeah. And that, that almost seems like it would be an episode of Seinfeld, like the leg jiggler. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> for sure. So many episodes of Seinfeld are just like, she's a leg jiggler. Jerry going out with girls and there being some like random thing about her. <laughs> she just can't stop moving it. He's just jiggling all the time. I'm just trying to have a reasonable conversation with him, Dave. What's he jiggling the leg? What is this world coming to? Kramer comes in. Jerry, what's wrong? Hi, Jerry. I'm jiggling my legs all the time. Leg jiggling tonight. <laughs> One thing about this movie I forgot was like the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Hal does some a little bit of voiceover kind of at the beginning. I think it kind of like falls off. <laughs> halfway that's through but that's who you decide who the uh um, character is is through Hal's narration. true yeah and this does like the classic thing of like it's like free like freeze frame and them going like yep that's me <laughs> this is me uh i bet you're wondering how i got into the situation but but yeah it's like when he's watching claire at at the pool and he's like trying to wave to her and then he like starts to run away and he slips and falls and it's just like freeze frame as he's sitting in the water. He's like, yeah, Mr. Smooth. All right. That's me. <laughs> Hal Branston. <laughs> Low key wonder years vibes. <laughs> My first instinct was to just stay under there till I drowned. But then destiny <laughs> happened. <laughs> then I saw the shampoo bracelet. <laughs> shampoo. It's Shamu, you blowhole. You remember from Aqualand? <laughs> uh, what's fascinating about this is that they couldn't say Aqualand because it's SeaWorld, but they could say Shamu's name. Yeah. That was well, Shamu, Shamu gave them permission and SeaWorld didn't. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, let's talk Destiny here for a minute. So the movie almost gives makes it like sound like there's like supernatural elements at play yeah. a little bit 
Like what, every time he hear he sees like the brace when he finds the bracelet, you hear that like music. I think we've talked about this before with like like the choir singers of like Ed Sauce and Good Burger. <laughs> so also there is uh just the snow day itself. It's almost like Natalie wishes for it. She like shakes the the snow globe. Yeah. And it's kind of like this thing. It's like this freak thing that comes out of nowhere. And it's like, there's supernatural elements at play. Mm-hmm. It's destiny. It's I'll destiny coming try. together. There's all these these different storylines. And it's a snow day. It's going to make make all their dreams come true. You're my density. <laughs> Speaking of that snow globe, that's one of my favorite shots in, in all of childhood cinema. That was really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of crane shots, which I don't like. It's very tacky and very old. I noticed that I, I felt like maybe they were just trying to show off that they're on location. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not in like the studio. Cause I actually, I was actually, there's a shot. <laughs> I think it's when they're at the football field or whatever. Yeah. And there's a shot where you see like a bunch of buildings out in the background, like a downtown area. And I was almost like, I wonder if they like shot this in LA and just like had like fake snow brought in. And so <laughs> that's why I was like looking to see if it was like, Shot on location and stuff, but it, yeah, it was shot in like Wisconsin and Canada and all that. Huh. The shot where she drops the snow globe when she wakes up or when she is about to wake up and mm-hmm. then just rolls on the floor slowly. That was really cool. It's not really a shot or anything. I just like how how well that thing rolled and then it like hit the wall and then the bottom of it popped up and <laughs> rested. I thought it was neat to watch. I I feel like an image that is just like burned into my mind from this movie is just Until like old snow nut. I was going to say just the ketchup stain on, on his jacket <laughs> for the whole movie. Man, just I bet like... his mom was pissed. <laughs> That's a nice jacket. You don't, you don't dirty up your winter clothes like that. <laughs> you only need one good jacket. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the, the snow nut. All, all the, uh, let's talk about those snowballs. You got your classic slushy. Mm-hmm. What, what was the first one called? I can't remember the names. I just remember Snow Nut. Original Snow Slush Ball. Classic. Gets the job done. And then it said mm-hmm. the moon, the moon ball, which is, let's explain the physics of that. Because he says, he says the moon ball, and it was a snowball with a hole in it. It looked like an actual donut. Yeah. All right. And then he said, we call it the moon ball because it's the last thing he sees when it hits you is you mooning him. <laughs> so I don't get that because are you supposed to moon him while, after you throw it? You have to turn around. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It doesn't make sense yeah. physically. It doesn't um, make sense now. I'm okay with it. And he holds up the yellow one. No, he like, brings up the jelly filled snow nut. And I thought that oh, was yeah. cool. I thought that was really cool yeah. looking. That's probably my favorite one. And then he pulled out the, the, the yellow snow. <laughs> He's like, this one speaks for itself. (laughs) (laughs) I like Chet. Chet was a good character. Yeah, he was. Um, Another quote that that we say from this movie, and it's that scene where like, (laughs) it's when they're in the 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 clubhouse or whatever, and and I think it's a line that Chet says to to Wayne. He's just like, oh, you got all those layers. It's gonna be hard to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! No, eventually he does have to go. And yeah, that's the quote. I got a whiz. <laughs> Saying I got a whiz is just so funny. It is. <laughs> I got a whiz. And then he's like, hold up. I don't want to die with my pants down. Uh, so earlier you said one of the more memorable plots was the uh, the Anchorman, you know, dual kind of yeah. uh, rivalry. What did you think of Chad Simmons? He was a big flaming pile of poop. well we had by the time i'd seen this movie we had already started watching smallville and that was Mm -hmm. a big show in our family and i was very i was very excited to see superman's dad (laughs) um in the in a movie i'd never seen him in a movie before so i thought that was pretty neat yeah but i mean it's not really him who really steals the show it's really chevy chase who steals the show in that arc um, mm-hmm. I really liked it. I really liked this ice sculptures. That was really neat. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been obsessed with ice sculpt ice sculptures because, like, mm-hmm. how do people do that? <laughs> and like, I'm assuming it's just, it's just gonna melt after you're done with it. Like, what? 
were they working on that ice sculpture competition beforehand or did like everyone that morning go get a slab of ice to go make these sculptures? They had to have. <laughs> I don't understand where the ice would have come from. They weren't expecting it. Mm-hmm. They were not expecting it to snow. It might have been cold, but not yeah. not not enough to freeze a big old block of ice like that. Like that was the size of a size of a horse. Some of those <laughs> like they were huge. The ice skating rink. That was cool. It's a good scene. Good scene. Good, good music, actually. Good music. Let's talk the music a little bit in this movie. All right. Oh, actually, before we move on. So just to follow up. Yeah. The first time I saw this, I hadn't had Smallville wasn't out yet. And it's funny that we are like more familiar with him from like Smallville. But like the previous generation are more like, that's Bo Duke. <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> um. But maybe there's some people who haven't seen either of them, and it's just like Chad Simmons. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I highly doubt that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I was older, probably after, probably after I bought it, and I was probably a teenager in high school. Then I rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh, that's Jonathan Kent." I didn't know he. I don't remember that. And even when I rewatched it, I was like, "Oh, I forgot he was in this movie." <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Now getting to the music, when I watched it again as a teenager, this was like right after I got into Ska. Mm -hmm. And this was like the first movie that I like. I think this is like the first time I like heard a Ska song in a movie and I recognized this is Ska. I don't know who it is, but this is Ska. And I just remember being so excited about that and like (laughs) getting to the credits and like looking through it. And I was like, it's like, oh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. I had heard of them, but I hadn't listened to them yet. It was yeah. still like early on. This was a spark of your ska phase that's still going on. <laughs> yes. But uh, it has a, a great song, Noise Brigade. It's a song that's playing when they find out it's going to be a s- snow day. And it's in like the trailer and stuff. I remember like looking at the credits and like realizing, oh, there's some like cool music in here. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm a sucker for some Smash Mouth. So we got oh, some yeah. Smash Mouth. It is not going to be a movie. Is no movie, no kids movie from 2000 and forward. <laughs> 2000 to 2010, probably. It's not going to be good unless it has Smash Mouth in the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking Shrek. I'm talking Snow Day. Shredder Man Rules. Rat Race. <laughs> all bops, All certified bops. It's also got, so it's got Noise Brigade by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And it's got my favorite song in the movie from the Hippos, which actually was one of the only bands that I got into originally from Ska. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't get much into the Boss Tones, even though I liked the songs that were in the movies. But yeah, yeah, I really, I really like the synthesizer in the Hippos. And I thought the the album cover from the Hippos had Josh Peck in it, like, <laughs> one guy that looked like Josh Peck in the hippos yeah. to me. And <laughs> so I was like, oh, Josh Peck's in a ska band. Cool. <laughs> so Nickelodeon movies, we've covered Good Burger. We've got Snow Day. I'm looking at the list of them now. I was trying to figure out what other For staples are on here. House seems like a Nickelodeon movie, but it definitely wasn't. Yeah. Jimmy Neutron. Got to do that one. We got to do that one. That's going to be great. Rugrats. Harriet the Spy was the first one, but I we never really watched that one. I watched it. I think once. I've seen it once. Yeah, not good. Nacho Libre. I always forget that that's a Nickelodeon movie. Uh, Drake and Josh go Hollywood. <laughs> Barnyard classic. Oh, Shredderman rules. We'll have to get to some of those for sure. So I guess to kind of start wrapping things up here. As far as the love story, we it's it's kind of been played out the whole time. Lane's been helping Hal, mm-hmm. but it turns out she's had a crush on him and everything kind of big ends up with surprise. her. That's the big reveal. It's like you said it. Anything can happen on a snow day. She kisses him and, oh, and she's like surprised. And the part that I wrote down in my notes that I thought was funny was like after she says surprise and she can't, the music starts playing and she like starts no. walking away. She like starts <laughs> to slip and she almost falls. That was such an awkward exit. I wrote that down, too. <laughs> it was like but i feel like that's like perfect though like that that would happen it's like they just left it it's just oh, like one of those things like you know she was totally embarrassed oh yeah but she was so mad yeah. just like put herself out there and just, yeah i was gonna chase after you but you looked pretty dang awkward falling over there so i didn't want to be seen with you 
who is it now that has the reflexes of a dead cow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're very good together. He just didn't realize it. Yeah, but like as a kid, as a kid, mm-mm, mm-hmm. no way. That was a big reveal for me. It was a big reveal for me that she liked him, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, this is coming out of nowhere. Why can't he go for Claire? He just kissed her." <laughs> Yeah. But now I'm just like that's obvious. It's painfully obvious. Like, props to her to for sticking with that. I would not have stuck with that at all. Yeah. It's friend zone like that. Maybe it's because I'm a guy. I don't know. But man, she did stuff. <laughs> she actively helped him. Was his wingman for a different girl, even though he liked she liked her. Like, yeah. liked him. Yeah. So like that's crazy. And like as a kid. Like you just you just take it as like how it's being presented to you, and it's like, oh, he likes Claire. Okay, like yeah, that's who he should be with. And you know, so when it gets to the end, I I feel like I I may have even been borderline disappointed that he didn't get with Claire. I was <laughs> as <too>. a kid, <laughs> but then like rewatching it as an adult, I'm just like, oh yeah, Lane's definitely the, the better pick here. You Makes know? perfect sense. I actually wish you would have gotten together before. And then we could yeah. have just focused more on other arcs. <laughs> Yeah, you could have helped him with the snowplow. That would have been great. But you know, it's uh, it's a snow day. Anything can happen. Anything you know? can happen. But hey, that's high school. <laughs> I got some uh, trivia questions for you. What color are her eyes? They're the green, of course. <laughs> <laughs> What's her favorite type of gum? Watermelon Bubblelicious. <laughs> I feel like a stalker knowing that. <laughs> that's so creepy. Hal is a creep, and he does not deserve. Claire, he he doesn't even deserve uh, Lane. He's <laughs> such a stalker. It's so bad. Let me let me put on this girl's bracelet in my own private bedroom. Oh, I I forgot about that. that and I want to mention cringe. that. Super cringe. Super cringe. But, but believable. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past myself to do that. I guess as a, <laughs> as, a as a high schooler that is obsessed with a girl, but like. No, it's just this very vulnerable scene. He's just sitting there and he's just looking at it. It's the dim lighting. He's just looking at it so seriously, and then he like smells it. Ooh. <laughs> and then it cuts what to him smell like ankle sweat and chlorine, wrapping it around his ankle. It's like hairy feet. <laughs> and his sister yeah. comes in. It's like, oh. did I say you could come in my room? <laughs> And then, it, then he she tells the dad, and it's like yeah, it's perfectly normal. Sometimes yes. guys his age like to experiment, and what you say, ankle bracelet, <laughs> <laughs> perfectly normal, no big deal. Yeah, that that was, that was gross. He was he was such a creep, and I. Ugh. How can you be the main character that you're supposed to sympathize with, uh, empathize with? But Lane never would have kissed him if she knew about that. Definitely not. That's <laughs> gross. In the end. Hal ends up with, with Lane instead of Claire, upset. But Orn ends up eating his entire log cabin french fry. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think I think this has been a good experience for Claire, and I think she's going to stop dating, you know, jerks like Chuck Wheeler. Yeah, she's got hundreds or, hundreds of guys from Rochester that are knocking at her door. <laughs> with or, or she's just going to end up with, with Chuck the next day. Probably, probably. That's how girls like that end up. And it's like, no, you don't get it. It's like, Chuck doesn't think. That's one of the lines. <laughs> one, one of her friends. I just love how he just broke into her house and started eating cereal. <laughs> he was so yeah, entitled. <laughs> so, uh, and then after that, I guess we skipped over a lot of the snowplow man stuff, but the kids get the bird. Snowplow man gets the Wayne. Then they arrange this whole trade-off scene. That was great. <laughs> and they exchange the two, so Snowplow Man gets the bird back. Wayne is unharmed after being held hostage. <laughs> a child being held hostage by this grown man. A child. <laughs> um, oh, one scene I forgot about was the like the action figures, like stop-motion sequence. Uh, I hated that, too. I hate it. That's probably the worst part of the movie. Besides, Listen to the wind. And I hated her obsession with it too. That's Doctor Doctor Freyan. I, I once again I can't stand her voice. 
I put her voice on Miss Piggy's level of annoyingness. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're a new listener to the the pod, I am not a fan of Miss Piggy, and I will. We continue. love the Muppets. We love the Muppets. We don't like Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy straight up sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, her her voice is so grating to me. And then those yeah. off brand like WWE slash Star Trek characters, I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. I don't. I wouldn't be caught dead having that displayed in my room. The collectibles. But yeah, she gets encouraged by the action figures to to fight against Snowplow Man, and I guess they just get all the kids in the town. To just like rally and like just basically, we're just going to take this snowplow by force at the end. She just straight up has an acid trip where she's being talked to by off-brand action figures. But yeah, that was cool. And then they called everybody like, you were lost and gone forever. And then everybody (laughs) just piled out. It was great. Good scene right there. Um, And they tie him up to the the sign or whatever to a point. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, they leave them there. It's just like the angry motto of kids with like hockey sticks. I love that. <laughs> they all have a hockey yeah. stick. Um, but let's talk about the kids. Like they're the main characters, and we are supposed to be on their side. But I think I'm on Snowplow Man's side for a little bit of it, at least. Until I mean, he takes he, Wayne hostage, yeah. you can sympathize with him. But still, like these kids, in their angry mob of hockey sticks. They just, they basically like committed grand theft snowplow, <laughs> yeah. And like tied an actual government employee to a sign, and left him in the cold. Yeah. Like, I guess you can't press charges to that. I mean, I don't know, but like you gotta have a license to drive that. And where are the cops in this movie? <laughs> there are no cops. <laughs> no cops. Um, yeah, they say like. At the end, because basically that showdown is like, oh, he's on the last road that remains unplowed. You know, he has one left to go. And then, you know, the second snow day is is lost, basically. And after they they tie him up, he just like starts laughing. He's like, well, look, I I plowed the rest of the roads. It's not like they're going to like cancel school again. We're going to do some unplowing <laughs> basically and they all pile in and they drive it around and like are they gonna stay up all night doing the entire town like that i mean they pretty much need to because they wasted their one snow day just to get another one <laughs> it seems like a lot of work just to how get another snow day bring the snowplow into the ditch <laughs> yeah how do you unplow a road without just like getting on the sidewalk and like hitting people's cars on driveways and I feel like a blizzard of that size would last more than one day. So they pretty much wasted their day. They could have just enjoyed their day. You know, if you're a listener whatever. and you live outside of Rochester, you know, let us know how you unplow a road because us Florida boys <laughs> just don't don't understand. No idea. <laughs> you know the scene where she's testing Chuck on his on her eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, okay. What kind of gum do I chew? And he's like, what kind of bogus question is that? And then she, she's like, <laughs> give him a head shake. And then out of nowhere, this random girl pops out behind Chuck's shoulder. She's like, the guy on TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, where, where'd you come from? Like, what the heck? <laughs> I like the part where they said, legend has it, that Snowplow Man's tire chains are made from the braces of his victims. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Did you notice at the beginning of dinner scene um, when the mom comes home, there's Mm -hmm. a random stuffed kangaroo that's sitting on a toilet. I didn't notice. (laughs) I don't know if that's one of Randy's toys or it's just like something they slipped in there as an inside joke or something, but there's a kangaroo sitting on a toilet (laughs) on the dinner table. And there's, I I wasn't going to bring attention to it, but uh, that scene where the mom walks in is on the phone. And she's like, well, if we wanted to swim with the shark, sharks, you know he's about to bleed or something like that. You better expect to bleed. <laughs> what does that even mean? And I figured it's an expression. But then how the narrator brings it up again. Like saying like, oh, like you have to swim with the sharks another day or something like that. Something like that. But like, what is his mom's job? <laughs> it seemed like she was like a lawyer or something. I th- like a business but, person. But yeah, then, yeah, I guess the deal was like, it, it was like an international business deal or something. 
Yeah. It was weird. But like, I just, they had to bring up the swimming with the sharks. You're going to get bit <laughs> twice. Yeah. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say. I was going to say, um, kind of the beginning of the movie when they're at the diner and Hal's like, they're, they see Claire sitting there at the table with their friends, the same table. And she's like, I'm just going to go talk to her right now. And he like walks up. <laughs> it's just like doing narrating and he's, the narration. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to talk to Claire. Who's the man? I'm the man. Yeah, you're the man. <laughs> and the, the invisible he's like, man. I'm just totally invisible. <laughs> and I just think about that all the time. Anytime I just like, like this happens to me a lot, okay? I walk up to like a group of people and just like no one acknowledges me. And so I just sit there awkwardly. Oh, that's, I used to do that. That's and, I just think, and I just think of this scene every time. I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm invisible. Is it? Is it too? I feel bad. Like you, you need to acknowledge somebody, even if they don't contribute to the, the yeah. conversation. Just like... You're just like, okay, is it awkward if I just instantly leave? Or what do I, do I interrupt them? What do I do? (laughs) There's not even a look his way, a nod, a smile, nothing. They're just, they don't even see him. He's invisible. Poor Hal. But it's a snow day the next day and anything can happen. (laughs) Yep. The last comment I have, probably closing thoughts or things to talk about is. Okay. The, this town is so weird that their celebrities are the weathermen. Like they are, these weathermen have too much of a fan base. Wouldn't you agree? I don't know. I I feel like news anchors and stuff have. Do you remember the name of your news anchor? Mm hmm. <laughs> our our news anchor, I, one of our news anchors, spoke at my graduation, and I don't even remember his name. <laughs> the, Reginald Reginald something. Reginald Roundtree, duh. Reginald Roundtree. That's right. He spoke at my graduation. Yeah. But anyways, like they were obsessed with Chet or Chad. Well, that kid. Okay. So that random kid who was obsessed with the weatherman, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. That was weird. <laughs> but no, everybody was obsessed with him. And like whenever they were, he was yeah. being confronted on live TV. Like the mob yeah. of people were like, yeah, Chad, you tell him. <laughs> like, <laughs> anything better to do than just watch a weatherman report? <laughs> and there's this big rivalry between the two of them. But doesn't it say that Tom Branston is the third most popular weatherman? Yeah, I, I don't so where's the second one? He's not involved in this at all. He's just too good. He just stays number two. <laughs> and uh, Chad Simmons comes last place. We're fired. All right, Jeremy. Well, I think that wraps everything up for this episode. You want to give the listeners at home a hint about what we're going to be watching next week? Of course. It is my turn next week. And... I'm going to keep keep it going with the snow theme. Um there's not many movies with the with the word snow in the title, but this next week it will be. Here's a clip. <laughs> What's with Sasquatch? Zip your lip, that's Thunder Jack. They call him that because he got hit by thunder. Twice. You can't get hit by thunder. So our short was done by Bryce Bridgman. You can find him at Groovy Bridge on Instagram. Uh, and if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram at Inside Quotes Cast. Uh, just go ahead and give us a DM if you have any questions about our hot takes that we said. I know. Chances are you haven't seen this movie. So <laughs> this isn't a very popular one. And if you're from Thailand, just come on, give us a little DM, say what's up. I mean, we're very proud to be your 14th best podcast in the country of Thailand. According to Carlos. According to Carlos. Who emailed us and told us that. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a review. Five stars, make it good. And wherever there's weather that affects your area, Inside Quotes will be there to cover it. And remember... Anything can happen on a podcast. Listen to the wind. <laughs> Till next time, Jeremy. Gotta go. I gotta whiz. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye. No, it's real. It's just love. Like it's gone.
open the door. What? What is it? I told him not to write it. I just, they just did it anyways. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> I tried. <clears throat> what? <laughs> <laughs>